Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. As Coach Bob Lovell, Brad Huber with you here tonight. And the top story tonight is history matched in Columbus, Ohio, as for the second time in NCAA tournament history, a 16 seed is upset a number one set, uh, seed. This time, it was 16th ranked Farley Dickinson beating the number one Purdue Boilermakers 63 to 58. And here is how it sounded on TNT just a bit ago. To look oh, and that will do it. Oh, oh, do you believe it? You for just the second time ever, a 16 beats a one. So that's how it sounded on TNT just a bit ago as Purdue shot 5 of 26 from the field from beyond the arc. Zach Eady led all scores for 21 points, 15 rebounds. For a double-double, Sean Moore, 19 points for Farley Dickinson. Again, Farley Dickinson wins 63-58. They will play either Florida Atlantic or Memphis on Sunday in Columbus. The Indiana Hoosiers uh, will take on the Kent State Golden Flashes in the Midwest region first round. That will take place in about 35 minutes or so from now. 10.35 is the approximate tip in Columbus as the winner will get either Miami or Drake. Miami leads by two with 32 and a half seconds to go in Albany, New York. NAIA basketball national semifinal and Indiana Tech has gone on the run. They're in the national semifinal. They are on an 11 to four run and they trail Georgetown, Kentucky 50 to 47 with 11.32 to go in the second half in the second NAIA national semifinal. The winner will get College of Idaho who beat Quaz Arizona 73-72 tomorrow in the national championship game. On the women's side, there are two Indiana teams still dancing in the NCAA Women's Tournament. The first play today, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish had no issues with Southern Utah, 82-56. Maddie Westwald had 20 points. They will host Mississippi State, the Bulldogs, in South Bend on Sunday afternoon. Mississippi State upset Creighton today, 81-66. The Indiana Women Hoosiers, they get underway tomorrow in Bloomington, an early tip-off, 11.30 a.m. They will play Tennessee Tech. The winner of that game will play Monday night against either Miami Hurricanes or Oklahoma State in Bloomington. Hockey we go, ECHL hockey, two good ones tonight across the state. In Indianapolis, it was the Indy Fuel. They scored with a minute 15 to go in regulation to force overtime against Toledo. But less than a minute in overtime, Toledo scored. They beat Indy Field 3-2. The Fort Wayne Comets scored four third-period goals to beat the Kalamazoo Wings 5-3 in hockey tonight. Tomorrow is semi-state basketball across the state of Indiana. As Greg and Coach were talking about, eight different sites. 
in Michigan City. It'll be Fort Wayne, Wayne against Kokomo, Penn against Hamlin Central, championship game at night. In Elkhart, it'll be Delta against Glenn at 10 a.m., Northwood against Fort Wayne Breast Dwanger at noon. At Logansport, Gary 21st Central will play Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian at 10 a.m., Wapahani will play Lewis Cass at noon. At Lafayette, Jeff, Southwood will play, uh, play Fountain Central at 10, Marquette Catholic will play Couts at noon. In the South, Brownsburg will play Jennings County at 10 a.m. at Newcastle. Ben Davis will play Bloomington North at noon. At Seymour, Scottsburg will play North Davies early, followed by Garen Catholic and Beach Grove. And in Southport, Brownstown Central will play Indianapolis Lucina at 10. Park Heritage will play Linton Stockton at noon. And at the Hatchet House in Washington, Class A, Lutheran will play Lugoti. Jackson Dell will play Rock Creek. Those are the semi-state semifinals tomorrow. The championship games all will take place tomorrow night. And of course the state championship next Saturday at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. March always a fun time of year across Indiana for basketball at both the high school and the college levels. We'll have it all covered for you here on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Miami beat Drake so Indiana or Kent State will play Miami on Sunday. For Network Indiana Sports I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. I thought it would be fitting on the eve of semi-state action around the state tomorrow and boys basketball to have the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Nightig, join us. Commissioner, thanks for staying up late and taking time to call me. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, Coach. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's never too late when you got a lot of basketball to watch. And, you know, watching a little NCAA action tonight and right, going to watch some right. high school action tomorrow. So uh, it's all good. I tell people that, and I probably told you this, it, it, at the Lovell House, March is the best month of the year by far. <laughs> Today's my grandson's uh, birthday. He's 24, turned 24 today. Uh, he's a St. Patrick baby. My birthday is the 23rd, so next week uh, there will be a very small and relatively insignificant celebration as as I turn. Are you ready for this? I'll turn 72, so I'm not. You know, we need to celebrate being that age, but we don't want to publicize it that much. Uh, and I know I don't look a day over uh, 81 and feel 91, but I, I got all that. So, um, and then in addition to those those milestones, you have NCAA tournament ba- basketball, boys and girls tournament basketball. Uh, how can March not be the best month of the year? Yeah, I, I don't know, Coach. It, I would say, uh, well, first of all, let's just stop at your birthday because it's your birthday. <laughs> I think that that takes the cake right there, Coach. And, no, and uh, there'll be no celebration. <laughs> and as we, we walk into Game Bridge next week, <laughs> uh, you know what? We may have a little birthday cake at the state finals next yeah. week. Then I'll have to put that on the list. Yeah, I, I would so. appreciate you not doing that. Uh, and my cardiologist would appreciate that too, by the way. But uh, no, you're right. We're we're at Gamebridge next week. And I don't know. I played in in two regionals when I was in high school. Uh, and you know, since we played in the Hinkle Regional, we knew our season was over at the regional. But, you know, the excitement of being able to get in there and win a semi-state championship and play in the state championship at eight venues around our state, it, it, the, the tension will be palpable when you walk in the building tomorrow. It will be. Ticket sales have been hot this week. 
uh, you know, which is which is exactly what we want. And, you know, we're going to have huge crowds out there watching these games. And, you know, Coach, we're going to start the day tomorrow with 32 teams. They're going to get up tomorrow morning and go through their last-minute prep to get ready to play. <laughs> and when we're done tomorrow night, we're going to have eight. And uh, they, they'll have earned the right after a tough day to play at Gamebridge Fieldhouse, home of the Pacers and Fever, for a state championship next week. And, you know, that's what we do in Indiana. We celebrate basketball, but we celebrate quality right. basketball with uh, memories being made every week of the tournament. You know what? It's a, it's a wonderful time. Uh, another reason why this is such a special month is that, you know, the uh, – Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame will have its annual induction ceremony on Wednesday night. I'm honored to be in the Hall of Fame, uh, and and I you know, I'm appreciative. You know, everybody knows my story. Like you, native Hoosier, grew up dreaming of playing basketball, dreaming of being a coach, and doing those kinds of things. And fortunately, things turned out better than I ever thought they would. But, you know, you, you have the Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony on Wednesday. You have the uh, Downtown Kiwanis Club luncheon on Friday. Uh, and I'm honored to be asked to, to interview all the coaches for that. And then, thanks to you guys, I get a chance to do some radio and TV work on Saturday. It's, it's a fanta- not only a fantastic month, but specifically a fantastic week leading up to Saturday's games. It is, coach. This week's just full of a lot of fun, and and you know it. Uh, we'll and I, you know the other thing is we'll we'll roll into Gamebridge Fieldhouse Monday morning, uh, and we'll meet with all the coaches and the and right, the administration right. of the schools, and the officials will be there. That as we prepare for the week and make sure that we get all the details buttoned up for the the week, and you know everybody has final instructions, and and that so that really starts with us on Monday in the office, and I'm sure you'll be there too when we do all the I'll interview with the coaches yeah. pre time, yeah. and yeah. and so it's just one thing after another. Uh, Thursday's the practice day, you know, coaches and teams that want to come to Indianapolis and practice on Thursday, they can certainly have their Hoosier moment in the in Gamebridge where yeah. they measure the rim and and, <laughs> right. and do all those right. things that we're accustomed to in the state of Indiana. And and so again, it's a it's a phenomenal week of just uh, celebration of basketball. You know, we just did it with the girls. It's the same type of week, right. and and now we're going to do it for the boys. I used to teach a class at IUPUI called the History of Sport, and when I would teach the basketball section, I would ask people who has not seen the movie Hoosiers, and if you hadn't seen the movie Hoosiers, you were in trouble. Can you hang on? Keep talking I a little ball. Are you okay with that? All right, we'll come Absolutely. back and spend some more time with the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Nighting, on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It is a busy night of basketball across the state of Indiana. And let's start with this update at the NAIA level, national semifinal game number two. Indiana Tech in action right now against Georgetown, Kentucky. And Indiana 
Tech Trail, 46 to 36 midway through the second half of play. They have gone on a 23 to 7 run and now lead Georgetown, Kentucky, 59 to 53 with 7:11 to go in the NAIA National Semifinal. The winner of that will get College of Idaho tomorrow in the National Championship game. The big story, of course, tonight is Farley Dickinson defeating the Purdue Boilermakers in Columbus, Ohio, becoming the second-ever 16 seed to upset a one seed in the first round of the NCAA tournament. The Knights beat the Boilermakers 63-58. The Boilermakers could not shoot from the field tonight, 5-26 of 26 from beyond the arc. Zach Eady still did get his points, 21 points, 15 rebounds. Sean Moore, the guard for Farley Dickinson, 19 points. They will get either Florida Atlantic or Memphis on Sunday. We now know who the winner of Indiana and Kent State will get on Sunday. It will be Miami of Florida Hurricanes. They defeated Drake in that 5-12 upset tonight, 63-56. So the winner of Indiana and Kent State will get the Hurricanes in Albany, New York on Sunday. Talia Walleye beat the Indy Field in overtime tonight, 3-2, and the Fort Wayne Comets scored four third barrier goals to beat Kalamazoo Wings, 5-4. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're talking to the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig, on the eve of semi-state Saturday. I was telling you about you know, my class at IUPUI. Hey, you got to watch Hoosiers. Uh, or you don't pass the class, and they all thought it was crazy. I said, well, you know, you're talking about the greatest sports movie ever, and it's modeled after our state's basketball tournament, and it's a big deal. You know, maybe if you're not a native Hoosier, I'm telling you right now, it's a big deal. And for those of us who are native Hoosiers and have lived in Indiana any length of time, basketball tournament is a big thing. Absolutely, Coach. It's a well, you know, I was uh, I spoke to a group of students today, and you know, I was talking about the the origins of the association, 1903, and 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 just the history of sport in general, and then just also the high school basketball tournament as it's grown throughout the years, and you know, it's changed, and and times do change, but it's still. Mm-hmm something that truly matters in this state and you know it's it's special it's celebrated uh it's going to be celebrated at the state fair this year it's celebrated uh by our governor in a, in a huge way he, right, he right. uh he sent me a note the other day and said he can't wait to, to see us at gamebridge field house and uh he's going to be right down there on the floor watching our teams play and you know and it's just We'll have, uh, I call them basketball royalty throughout the day in the, in the basketball tournament in two weeks that, that come back annually to just to watch high school basketball. We have a long list of people that have held tickets for years and years that still buy their tickets and, and come back annually just so they can make their pilgrims in Indianapolis and, and watch the state basketball championship. And so it's just special. And, uh, you know, one of the things I also talk a lot about is my job is not to, my job is a caretaker. Uh, this is not my tournament. This is not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Coach Level's tournament. This belongs to the people of Indiana. And, you know, my job along the way is just to make sure that we take care of it, try to grow it, and, and do no harm along the path. And that's that's what I focus on on a daily basis at the association. Listen, I remember those days at Plainfield High School when you know, you're on the basketball team and, you know, you – we got tickets to go to the state championship. 
and I will never forget, you know, piling in the bus with my teammates, driving up to Hinkle, and we were we had to be at the top row of Hinkle. We were as far up as you could possibly be, but but it didn't matter. It was we were there at Hinkle watching the state finals, and at that stage of my life, and even now, I still think that's one of the coolest things I've ever done, and and I was fortunate to play. Uh, fortunate enough to coach four teams in the NAI National Tournament, uh, two at IUPUI and two at, at Franklin College. And I was uh, – I, I coached actually on five of them. I was an assistant on, on the fifth one. And, and the, to me, the, the greatest memory I have in all the sports things that I've been involved with is winning that sectional in Brownsburg and going to Hinkle my senior year and playing in the regional championship. That's that you, you want what my biggest memories playing for a, a, a regional championship at Hinkle. That's it. On top of all the things I've done, all the halls of fame I'm in, all that other stuff, none of them beats playing uh, in the regional at Hinkle. Never, never uh, will. Absolutely at the top. Absolutely, coach. And again, that's just a testament to to the, the great people who have taken care of this game along the way. Yeah. Um, you know, it truly is, and it does matter. You know, I can still – mine was uh, – I never was fortunate enough to even get out of a sectional, but I would uh, walk into the old Princeton gym and uh, in Princeton, <laughs> Indiana, and, <laughs> yep. and it was packed, and people were standing outside to buy tickets from the team who got beat the night before or that night on their way out so they sure. could come the next yeah. night. And, and it was hot, and the fans were within a foot of the floor, it seemed like, and loud and, um, you know, just – but those memories, uh, uh, it's just so special. And, you know, you think as we walk away, as time moves on, we had, I don't think people realize how big the crowds were throughout the tournament this past couple of weeks. We had sectionals that were sold out. Uh, we had regionals <laughs> last week that had larger crowds the, 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 um, uh, in Logansport. Um, you know, the Logansport was sold out. Uh, both games and full crowds, right, and right. we had that throughout the state. And you know, this community, sense of community, uh, is still there. It's still alive. And when your town Wapahani, when they, I was at their game the other night, and and everybody that is from that community loaded up in that car, and and they drove <laughs> down there to watch those high school kids right. play a height another game, and and that happens all over the state, and. You know, it's not that way everywhere else. In Indiana, it's still pretty special. I know, I'm sure when you get together with uh, your colleagues and counterparts, uh, other um, uh, commissioners from around the nation, and you talk about, I'm sure they ask you about uh, our tournament and what it's like. And, and with great pride, you're able to tell them that it's unlike any other state championship in the, in the country. Yeah, it is, especially as it goes to basketball. I'm not, I tell you, Minnesota's love the Minnesota folks love their hockey out there. So I've seen those crowds, yeah. and that's a, that's a that's a big deal. But right, uh, right, you know, and you know, in Iowa they wrestle they wrestle for a week. It seems like, but uh, when it comes to basketball, uh, Indiana is still the king and still the king in the nation as far as what high school basketball should look like uh, as for, as a celebration of student athletes. 
So where will you be tomorrow? Are you going to get out tomorrow? Are you going to watch it on IHSATV.org? No, I'm going to jump in the old car tomorrow morning and head up to the Hatchet House. I I, uh, <laughs> drove, I drove to Evansville this evening, spent the evening with the grandkids. I haven't done that in a few weeks. And, uh, right, right. You know, so but the Hatchet House is going to be my place tomorrow, and uh, I'll uh, I'll check in with AD Larry Cochran, and we'll just watch some basketball there and, and see how the day goes. Should be good. Indianapolis Lutheran taking on Lagodi, and then Jackson Dell plays Rock Creek Academy. You picked a good spot. I appreciate your time, Commissioner. Paul Neidig, the commissioner of the IHSAA. Paul, thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe, and we'll see you Monday. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you soon. Thanks very much. All right, Sam Fritz, I, I need you. I need you desperately right now. Give me an update on IU. I, I don't necessarily have one of those uh, ready, but maybe Brad Huber at the update desk has one. Brad Huber, give me an update. Brad Huber. Yes, Coach. Well, Indiana, they'll tip at 1035 tonight. So, oh, late one for the Hoosiers. I thought, it, I thought they'd already tipped off. Oh. No, yeah, the Miami oh. and uh, the, the Miami game against Drake just ended uh, okay. a little bit ago. They were running late right. up there in Albany. So, it's, uh, it's yeah. a late one for all you Hoosier fans. It's going to be into the, yeah. uh, well, uh, hours of the Saturday morning. So we'll we'll have it covered for you about tip-off in about uh, 10 minutes uh, for the Hoosiers. Yeah, well, we're all still collectively uh, in mourning because the Boilermakers lost um, to Farley Dickinson earlier tonight. That was – that was – I was stunned, quite frankly. But watching, uh, watching Farley Dickinson play at the start, I, I remarked to my wife, I said, the Boilers are in trouble. Uh, I said this is this is going to be a tiff, this will be a hard game for them to win because they just couldn't match up quickness wise in the backcourt and um, just didn't. I think it's fairly uh, obvious and if you watched it, it's pretty well chronicled or will be well chronicled. They just they didn't make any shots and that's that's not going to win you games and you know give Farley Dickinson credit. They had a great game plan, and they followed it. They defended Zach Eady very well, probably as well, if not better, than Big Ten teams did. And so um, the the mystique of the tournament continues. And um, I say it all the time. I don't mean to be flip about it, Brad. Having spent a few years on the bench, it's hard to win. Okay, I'm not making any excuses for anybody. It's hard to win. And – I think the broadcast crew did a nice job explaining as the game progressed, uh, it would get tighter and tighter for the Boilermakers, and it did uh, at the end. So we'll talk about that game a little bit later on tonight. Tonight we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the semi-states going on around the state tomorrow. Coming up, we're going to talk about Indiana State, and uh, they are in the – college basketball invitational they're the number one seed so they play on monday we'll talk about that with luke martin coming up next we're going to talk more similar state action throughout the night this is network indiana's indiana sports talk Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
And we've got a good one coming down to the wire of the NAIA National Semifinals. Indiana Tech, they lead Georgetown, Kentucky, 71-67. One minute to go in that national semifinal. The winner of that game will get College of Idaho tomorrow in the NAIA National Championship game. Again, Indiana Tech by four, one minute to go. The Indiana Hoosiers getting set to open the NCAA tournament in Albany. The nightcapper on this Friday night in Albany, New York, taking on the Kent State Golden Flashes. That will tip off in about five minutes from now. We'll have updates of that game throughout the rest of the night. Top story, Purdue Boilermakers falling to Farlight Dickinson, becoming the second-ever number one seed to lose to a 16 seed. That final was 63-58. Boilers struggled from beyond the arc, 5 of 26 shooting in that game. On the women's side, the Notre Dame fighting Irish. They defeated Southern Utah today in the NCAA tournament, 82-56. Maddie Westbull Abel had 20 points for the Irish. They'll play Mississippi State on Sunday. Mississippi State got the upset win over Creighton in South Bend. The Indiana women Hoosiers get underway in the NCAA tournament as the number one seed for the first time in program history tomorrow in Bloomington, 11.30 a.m. tip-off against Tennessee Tech. The winner of that game will play on Monday against either Miami or Florida as the eighth seed uh, or the other game, and that one would be Oklahoma State, the other option in that 8-9 game. We'll have more coming up here at 10.45 with Indiana Tech and IU, both in action. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Kurt Darling joins me from the ISC Sports Network, uh, doing some semi-state action tomorrow. Where are you tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be up at uh, Lafayette Jeff tomorrow for the uh, oh. 1A North semi-state. Oh, good for you. 1A North, uh, Southwood taking on Fountain Central, Marquette Catholic and Couts. Uh, this seems to me to be a pretty evenly matched uh, semi-state. Uh, I think it's very balanced. Is that the sense you get, or, or am I missing something? Well, it's it's certainly balanced, Coach, because obviously, in particular, when you're talking about the all the four teams in particular, you have one ranked team going up against another unranked team, and then vice versa in the second game as well. Right. So you could possibly have two top ten teams going up against each other in the fight in the semi-state final later on tomorrow evening. That being Fountain Central or Marquette Catholic, but of course. Fountain Central has to get through the Southwood Knights first in order to do that. And Southwood, you know, they've really come on strong here. They, they were the actually one of the few teams entering the postseason under 500. They are now 13 and 12 on the year on a five mm-hmm. uh, six game mm-hmm. winning streak over their last six games or so. So Southwood's really coming on strong. And um, they're going to be tough for Fountain Central to really come back at because, you know, Southwood, they have experience. They went to this stage back in 2018. So that they're under a new head coach this year in Christian Perry, who, believe it or not, coach, spends his day regular days during the day working at the General Motors plant in Marion <laughs> and then coaching this team on the side. <laughs> so he, has a, he is certainly a very busy man as right. well. But Fountain right. Central – 
they've been one of the top teams in the state all season long. They're 23-4 and four under head coach Greg Dean. This is his fifth team that he's coaching in his career, by the way. But right, this is only right. the second time that he's ever gone beyond sectionals. So it's a pretty cool matchup that you have in this first game. Well, and in the effort of uh, being fair, uh, Coach Dean's father, Max, was an assistant coach of mine at Franklin College in our 1978, uh, well, it was our 1980, see, that was it, our 1980 Sweet 16 team in the NAI National Tournament. So uh, I have a history with the family. Uh, I try to be as impartial as I can. Uh, Max Dean's one of the best coaches I ever worked with ever saw and i know greg's done a fantastic job too but you know a lot of storylines in this matchup but um you know they're you know southwood has been to the state championship before uh john burris was their coach uh, did a great job uh, marquette catholic uh, is a team that's played awfully well Couts has had tremendous success uh making their first i think first semi-state run and so there's so many things going on i'm just helping you in your preparation here kurt for the broadcast tomorrow <laughs> Well, I certainly appreciate it, Coach. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, this is actually Couch's second appearance in the semi-state in the last two years. But that's the first. this is the last two times that they've actually really been to the semi-state. Before these last two years, they had never been this far. And so it right. really shows how this Couch team has really come on strong against uh, up, um, up with uh, head coach Kevin Duzan, now in his eighth year at Couch. And, um, you know, Couch is so far, again, they're riding the winning streak as well. They won their last three games of the regular season right, but right. then getting through two of their three rivals in their own school district in washington township and morgan township yeah, yeah, in the sectional yeah. so you have a lot of familiarity there for couch i go back to the uh, pairing show and greg rakestrow and i did a you know we started out the night that was the sectional that we talked about so we we open up the show i remember this vividly we open up the show by starting with sectional. I forget the number of their sectional, but th that's the first one we did. And we remarked that we had three teams in the top ten, or I think that was it, in this sectional. And you're right. If you can get through that sectional, you have a chance to make a run. Exactly. And I actually talked with Coach Kevin Duzan earlier this week, and he said that they, if they were able to get through that sectional, then they would really have a really good shot at getting to that semi-state stage, and they did. They got through Bethany Christian in the regional at Triton, 44-40 mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. the final score in that one. And so now mm -hmm. they probably have their toughest test of the season now against a Marquette Catholic team, number 10 in the state under head coach Ray Tarno, right. only in his third year at Marquette Catholic. And so it's really impressive how he's really been able to do that. But this is the team that is actually riding the longest winning streak out of all four teams in this semi-state. They last lost against Gary 21st Century, Back in on January 14th, they have won every single game since then. But they got through a tough Westville team in the sectional as well as Argus. Then, of course, Tri-County Tri in the regional at Triton as well. So you have a lot of really good competitive teams that are really doing well getting into this one, especially Marquette Catholic. You know, they're averaging 66 points a contest. So mm -hmm. it, it, even though there's two teams, one unranked team, one ranked team in both of these matchups, I think they're going to be really competitive. It should be a fun, fun section, a fun semi-state rather at Crawley Center. It's Kurt Darling. You're going to catch him tomorrow on the ISC Sports Network at the Lafayette Jefferson uh, Semi-State 1A North. All right, Kurt. 
Have fun. Thanks for the call. Call us tomorrow night. Enjoy the day. Definitely, Coach. Talk to you tomorrow. I look forward to it. Indiana State men's basketball, number one seed in uh, the college basketball invitation. The man who knows everything about it, Luke Martin, joins me. Luke, what a big thrill for the Sycamores. (laughs) They open up play on Monday as the number one seed in the CBI. Well, and actually, Coach, it'll be tomorrow morning. So it'll be tomorrow Excuse me, morning tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Yes. Well, oh, you're up late. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry you're up late. <laughs> hey, I, Coach, anything for you, my friend. Well, Man, I no, appreciate no, that. I mean, you, you know, I mean, life in Daytona just gets started about this time of night. Even though we I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> yes. So who are they beating? Who are they beating tomorrow morning? <laughs> well, USC Upstate. They're out of the big south. Right. Um, they they actually turned it on late in the year. They won six of their last seven to end the regular season. They got to the Big South semifinals uh, for only the second time in program history. They've just been Division One for roughly the last right. 15 years. Um, but, I mean, I think we got reminded tonight, Coach Lovell, you better not take <laughs> any 16 seed lightly. So I, right, I think the right. Sycamores, if they needed any sort of a motivation to be focused i think they i think they got extra motivation tomorrow to make sure they'll be locked in and ready to go well again the story is a cool one and and obviously sycamore's disappointed um that they did not win the valley uh and or get an at large it's if you think about it the the the, uh, non-power conference bids uh, for excuse me, schools in non-power conferences got nothing in terms of at-large, so to speak, which is uh, for another discussion. And so, being asked to play in a postseason tournament uh, is an honor. It's quite an accomplishment for this accomplishment for this group, and something you can truly, truly build on as you move forward as a program. Well, and you hit around the head. I mean, it's just hard to get into the NCAA tournament, uh, even more so yeah. uh, for schools in the Missouri Valley Conference and at our level. And, right. You know, there's a chance tomorrow morning with a win, and I understand it's the CBI, but it'd be the first postseason win for Indiana State in almost 22 years. So, I mean, there's guys on this roster for Indiana State right. that weren't alive. You know, the last That's significant. time that Indiana yeah. State was Absolutely. able to do that. So it would be a huge deal, Coach Level, for them to get that done tomorrow. And if they were able to end this and potentially play for a championship, they'd have to win four games. Uh, if they would win tomorrow, they'd get Sunday off and then play again on Monday. But, you know, there's an opportunity where if they were able to accomplish that feat, if I'm talking to you a week from today, talking about a championship, they'd finish with the second most program wins in the D1 era. And that's a heck of an accomplishment for this Indiana State team. But it all starts tomorrow morning. Ian Josh Schertz's second year, we can't underscore that enough of the transformation the program's undergone since his arrival. To do this in the time span he's done it is incredible. You okay to stick around for a while? Absolutely, Coach. I can I can hang around All for right. another segment. We'll talk some more Indiana State basketball with Luke Martin on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And just going final in the NAIA National Semifinal, Indiana Tech will play for a national championship tomorrow against College of Idaho. They defeat Georgetown, Kentucky, 80-71. Grant Smith, Josh Klein, Steve Helm combined for 42 of 80 points for Indiana Tech. So congrats to Indiana Tech playing for a national championship tomorrow. Just underway in Albany, New York, is the Indiana Hoosiers and Kent State. Indiana leads Kent State 8-7, 15-48 to go in the first half of play. So just getting underway in the nightcap in Albany. The winner will get Miami of Florida, who defeated Drake a bit earlier tonight. Farley Dickinson, the 16th seed, the second ever to beat a number one seed in the first round of the NCAA tournament. They did so beating the Purdue Boilermakers 63-58. The Boilers struggled shooting the basketball 5-26 from beyond the arc tonight. Zach Eady, a double-double, though. 21 points, 15 rebounds. Sean Moore for Farley Dickinson, 19 points. They will play either Floyd Atlantic or Memphis on Sunday. Memphis leads Floyd Atlantic 35-31 in Columbus, Ohio. Notre Dame women defeated Southern Utah 82-56. They'll play Mississippi State in the second round of the women's NCAA tournament on Sunday in South Bend. And the Indiana Hoosier women get underway in the NCAA tournament, taking on Tennessee Tech tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. in Bloomington at Assembly Hall. The winner of that game will get Miami or Oklahoma State on Monday. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're talking about Indiana State basketball. Their men's basketball team, the number one seed in the CBI, starts tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Sycamore's taking on USC Upstate. Luke, give me the scattering report on USC uh, Upstate. Well, Coach Dickinson, Dickerson has done a really good job there. He's in his 10th season overall coaching, and it's his fifth year at USC Upstate, and He's got a heck of a guard, Jordan Gaining. He was the Big South Freshman of the Year a year ago. Many may have actually seen his game-winning shot that he had in the Big South tournament to beat Gardner-Webb. He hit mm-hmm. two threes in the final eight seconds for them to come from behind and win that game. He's kind of been on a stretch, not quite as much, but he's been basically shooting the ball like Cooper Neese has recently for Indiana State. So wow. Jordan Gaining tomorrow – will be a guy to keep your eye on. Um, they've only had three seniors on the team, so they're relatively a mixture between a young and old, but they've been playing their best basketball, like I said, down the stretch this year, 7-2 and two in their last nine games with their lone two losses, uh, being against UNC Asheville, who made the NCAA tournament. So uh, they're tall, they're, they're, they're very athletic, they're lengthy. Um, they're one of the best shot-blocking teams in the country, not just in the Big South. They're very similar mm-hmm. to how Missouri State is in the Valley for uh, Sycamore fans wondering of a comparison. And Missouri State gave Indiana State struggles this year. So uh, hopefully the Sycamores can uh, get off to a good start tomorrow morning against an athletic uh, team that's been playing their best basketball here in the last month. 
You mentioned Cooper Nice. What a great way to end his career. He has played so well down the stretch. I mean, and the performance he put on in the Valley Tournament, come on now. That, that is I mean, the, the stuff of legend, quite frankly. Like we talked about two weeks ago when I came on to recap it all with you. I mean, Cooper will come back years from now, and they are going to bring up that Belmont game where he scored 33. <laughs> I mean, he scored 61 point, 63 points in that tournament. You know, I mean, averaging 21 points per game. You look at the right. last five games of the year, he averaged nearly 20 per game. So, I mean, he's made 23s in his last five games, Coach Level. Wow. That's almost more wow. than what USC Upstate has as a team. And that, that just shows how big he's been. And if Indiana State wants to make a run in this thing, right. they're going to need right. him. They're going to need him in this week. All right, so Sycamores are seated number one. Uh, as you project ahead, if they're able to win tomorrow, who who would they possibly play in the second round? Yeah, second round game would be between Eastern Kentucky and Cleveland State. So they're in the 8-9 matchup. Um, right. Indiana State hasn't faced either of those teams for quite some time. Um, both have been overachieving teams this year. The one interesting matchup that could potentially get, if you got all the way to a title game, uh, Southern Indiana is in the CBI as well. They're the fifth team, but they're going up against San Jose State. And San Jose right. State now coached by Tim Miles, who, of course, used to be at Nebraska in the Big Ten, sure. for those that follow the Big yep. Ten. He's done a tremendous job turning that program around. So if it holds up in chalk, which you never think every tournament will hold up in chalk, no. uh, that, that right. would be a really right. fun game is if Indiana State could get to play San Jose State. Uh, but the Sycamores could have a potential rematch with Duquesne. Duquesne is the five seed on their side of the bracket. Indiana mm-hmm. State and Duquesne played in a very competitive game uh, where the right. Sycamores led an 18-point lead blow earlier this year. So they, they would like uh, to get some revenge possibly on Duquesne if they saw them. But those are the possible matchups, my friend, as we go throughout the next week. Uh, I saw uh, Cleveland State. I had the Cleveland State IUPUI game on TV um, back in January, about February, I think it was. Uh, I was impressed with them. I really was. They um, they defend you, number one. Number two, they're hard to match up with at certain spots. Uh, but their MO is um, they're going to come guard you. Can you hang in here for a couple minutes and uh, yeah. and help me do some more? Okay, perfect. Yeah. We'll talk yeah, more. Absolutely. Indiana State, more Indiana State basketball with Luke Martin when we come back after this short break on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Indiana State in the CBI, that's College Basketball Invitational, in Florida. Daytona, it's Daytona Beach, correct, Luke Martin? Am I right? It's Daytona. Oh, oh, oh it's Daytona Beach. Not just Daytona, yeah. Daytona Beach. Yeah. Ooh. Now that's <laughs> uh, you know that's that's hazardous work. I understand that. Uh, and, and so um, I I hope you're getting extra pay because you're you're in a, in a hazardous zone. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'd rather be in Carbondale, Illinois. Are you kidding me? So, I mean, there's, there, there, there's, so there's so the, many places we'd rather be. Yeah. What's the venue? Well, the venue is the uh, Civic Center, which is just right across the street. Even better. Uh, yeah, so it's it's really neat. We were there, the Oceanside uh, Civic Center, just in there this morning practicing. 
Um, honestly, the, the one weird part that you just have to adjust is um, they have the four different lines on the floor. So I think they have the high school line, they have the old college women's line, the new oh college my. line, and, the, and they oh have the my. NBA line. So like, Yikes. So that, that right. will be uh, anticipating tomorrow to just see how guys could get used to that and see maybe how maybe it throws guys off. It, it will. It, it'll throw some. Um, obviously, you you you. It won't bother a guy like Cooper Neese who has unlimited range. It won't matter what lines are down there. He won't. You know, it's not. He isn't going to pay attention to him. He's just going to. He's going to shoot, and he's going to be fine. So I, I wouldn't get too nervous about it. But uh, that can be a distraction, and um, um, just depends. Uh, you know, you you you. Three-point shots a big part of what they do offensively. I think the amazing thing, though, is that second year for Coach Shirts to be there, second year for his system, second year guys are together. And I wonder, going back to the beginning of the year, you're talking about winning the Valley uh, Tournament and then playing the NCAA, but the idea is to still be playing. I mean, you're still playing, or there are a whole yeah. lot of teams who are not playing basketball right now, and you're still practicing, you're still together, and you're still playing basketball. Well, and there's only one way to learn how to play in the month of March, and there's only way to learn coach level and being in high-pressure games, and that you got to be in them. And yeah. that's exactly why Coach Shirts wanted to take this opportunity. And and I, and I know, again, we, we all, everybody wants the biggest prize of them all. Sure. But this team's earned that. I mean, this team's earned the right. right to keep playing. And whether it's the seniors, such as Cam Henry, Cooper Nees, Corvassi, and right. McCauley, who've right. all played a huge factor in this. But also the young guys, like a Robbie Avila, who's had an outstanding year, starting at the freshman five spot. You know, Robbie's going to be a key, important piece for this Indiana State program moving forward. And Julian Larry, who's had an outstanding year. And Xavier Bletson's played well down the stretch. I mean, there are young pieces to this core that will come back. And look, I mean, Drake was in the CBI a year ago. They get all the way to the NCAA tournament this year. Florida Atlantic did it too. There's many of those cases. Luke Martin, Try not to have too much fun, and let's uh, let's talk tomorrow night if we can, okay? Absolutely, brother. You got that I appreciate right. Appreciate it. you, Coach. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for staying up late. We're back after the scoreboard update on the top of the hour with Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.